Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all of this week's new Disney Plus news, which primarily is about the new um, ad-supported tier. We're going to be talking about some things with that one there, talking about some of the other big news of the week. Plus also sharing our thoughts on what we've been watching on Disney Plus this past week. And yeah, so let's just jump into it. So a quick bit of housekeeping before we go any further. So obviously we're coming up to the holidays and some people have been asking um, what the schedule. So as far as the podcast goes, we're going to be running right through because it doesn't really um, going to impact on that too much. The Q&A um, for two weeks will not happen because of the sun, because it's Sunday. So that's obviously Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So there won't be. Uh, so next week will be the traditional last Sunday evening Q&A. But I will be doing a special open Q&A um, between Christmas and New Year. I haven't decided exactly what day, but I'll be doing one in between Christmas and New Year because I'm not expecting to do a lot of news. <laughs> I just I thought I'm going to do that way. So just be, just keep an eye out, but that'll be open to everybody. Um, but there we go. Um, also, next week, we're going to be opening up the um, voting on the Best of 2022 awards. I've been going through. It's all, all done up, ready to go. We've got, and I realized there was a few little titles on there that come out next Friday or between in the next few in the next week. They come out next week. And I thought, you know what? After the 16th, pretty much everything is out then. So that just seemed to be a bit fairer on a few of the titles that are coming out next week. Not that they've got a chance of winning, but no. <laughs> nevertheless, I thought that's so. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that next week. All right, so let's talk about the big news of the week. So in the United States, the ad supported tier launched um, priced at $7.99 a month. And they also, let's call Disney Plus Basic. Um, with that there, you get access to the full library of Disney+. Plus. There are some limitations. You can't download content onto your devices because, well, they wouldn't be able to serve your adverts. That's the key thing. You can't do um, group share or share watch or anything like that because it wouldn't work. Because if you if your friend's watching, in that, watching it with ads, they might have a, a different length ad than you do. And if they don't have ads, they're just sat there waiting for you to watch an ad. So that wouldn't really work. So that's why those functions... Um, so those, and I think there's also some, there was a sl some difference maybe with Dolby, um, one of the audio versions is not available on mm. the um, issue. There are some issues with the ad tier launching. So first off, they are not available on Windows devices. Not that there's that many, I mean, anybody talking about PC, but you can watch it on your browser. But the main problem causing people is on Roku. Um, because the ad-supported tier is not available on Roku because it looks like they've not done an agreement because Roku wants some of the money and Disney obviously don't want to give them as much. So there's a little bit of a, an argy-bargy going on probably there, trying to get it on. Same thing happened with HBO Max and Roku. They eventually sorted it out. So if you're on a Roku device, you have to be using Disney Plus Premium, which is the, the old version of what we used to have Um so if you're on the premium version or the old, on the on an old tier or an annual tier, you're fine. But just be aware that it might not work. So that's an issue with Roku. Um, that's been about it. Not had too many complaints really at all about the ads. But um, just a quick other note that I was aware, made aware of this morning. Disney has removed a lot more movies and shows from the child's profile. Um, so if you go in the kid's profile, you might not be able to find Cars or Frozen. You, you couldn't find like Moana before, but now they've really restricted. They've taken a lot of the movies out because um, they basically want, you know, adverts on them. So they've taken them out of the kids' profiles, which don't serve ads. You might also have been pr prompted with a thing asking you for your birthday and your gender. The gender and stuff, the, the, all of this is not compulsory. You don't have to do it. But what this is about is trying to set that tar that profile so the right advertisers get the right content. Um, this. It's that kind of weird thing of um, 
you know, they don't obviously want to specifically go away. They, you know, they get Barbie adverts and they get cars adverts. That's not how things work anymore. But there is still some targeting going on there, um, you know, and that's what they're going to do. And so basically advertising is, is going to try and do that. Also for age as well, just to try and make things a little bit more appropriate. It's like when I'm, because I'll be watching stuff, because I watch, you know, things on YouTube. You know, I get random adverts for some like really bad kids toys. And you're like, well, who are you? <laughs> or the next thing, you know. Yeah. So that's how it yeah. all works kind of thing. I would say as a uh, Disney podcaster, there's probably a reason why you're getting targeted for yeah. toys versus other people in our age group who probably are not. Yeah. Uh, yes. Unless they have kids, in which case they're getting targeted with toys so they can buy them for their kids for Christmas or yes. for whatever holiday you celebrate at this time of year. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it, I mean, it's generally, they have, the, and also there's, there's rules in place with COPA and stuff that they can't promote stuff to certain age groups. So that's why these things. And I've seen a whole host of people like going, why do they want to agenda stuff? Well, it's, it's about targeted advertising. It's not about any of the other political stuff that's being like put onto Disney. It's just a literally. You know, and you can put do not disclose uh, something like that, mm -hmm. and so it's your choice. But that's why it's been coming up. So that's been it. Kind of the general response to this um, so far seems I didn't ex expect a huge thing. There's been a few people kind of moaning, obviously, about the price point of the annual, the, mainly with the annual one, because obviously it's gone up to $109 a year now, whereas it was $79. So that's quite a big, big jump. But I think the the option of add or not add, it kind of took away the sting of the price rise because you had the choice if you wanted to spend it i mean i would i would have i'm going to stay with the, the the premium when that one launches because i just don't want to watch ads but you had in some ways it takes away the sting a little bit because you didn't have to take that option right and it will depend largely on how often you're using the app obviously you and i were using the app frequently uh yeah you know, it's kind of part of the the gig here so we'll be on the premium but if you're if you're literally just on it, you watch Andor once a week or Willow once a week, and that is the only time you, you load up with Disney Plus, add tier makes sense. Uh, but mm -hmm. if, if you're running it constantly, then maybe you want to bump it up. But also as well, you might look at it, I mean, either way I look at it is if you've got, uh, say you've got a Peacock, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Netflix, and Disney Plus. Well, if you have them all on the ad-supported tier, it probably means you can get an extra two streaming services for the same amount of money and you can have access to more content. So that's one way of doing it. You might be like, well, um, I use Netflix or Disney plus more. So I do premium on that. I mean, I keep thinking about doing like YouTube premium, but it's like for the amount of YouTube that I have on there, but it's just like, just, it just seems a lot of money for like, no real, I don't know if it was like three bucks, like Disney, <laughs> I would probably, yeah. I would do it without heartbeat, <laughs> but I'm not paying like 12, 15 bucks for it. Let's not talk about YouTube. The, the, that, uh, <laughs> their, their models vary awkward and weird and hard to justify um yeah. but i will say uh, i have advocated many times and i'll continue to advocate not necessarily having like six streaming packages i think for a lot of people it's a lot more efficient to just have two or three and then rotate through them you know you've got netflix you watch everything you want to see on netflix and then you're like eh, okay good you need you drop it and you get Paramount or Apple. Yeah. You watch the stuff you want on that, drop it, go to the next one, and so on and so on. Uh, and maybe you have a consistent one, which obviously we'll advocate for Disney Plus on this yeah. case, uh, where you know your kids are sat down, they're watching the Mickey cartoons, they're watching Moana or Frozen on repeat, and you're getting sick of them, but it's keeping your kids entertained, so you, you stick with it. Uh, but I don't really think there's a good reason to have like every single streaming package at once for most people there there'll be niche exceptions but you know 
most yeah. people you can probably just rotate through. It's funny because we were talking about this. I mean, my wife was saying, you know, because well, we were kind of, we were like, oh, I would, we wanted to watch um, Spirited, the new um, Will mm. Farrell movie. And I'm like, I'm not paying a month. Of, it's like, it's not, is it worth six quid rental? It's, it might have been a three quid rental, but we were like, eh, maybe not. I mean, we had noticed we were getting offers of like a six month deal for um, on Sky at the minute. So we we're like, oh, we could do. But we were actually also talking about Paramount Plus because it's bundled in with Sky Cinema here. And my wife sort of said, like, well, like, when our year comes up, because we took out a year package and you got it, she said, we're just not watching anything on Paramount Plus. We're barely watching anything on it. Um, it's again, it's time because I'm watching so much on, on Disney Plus. Um, I'm just just not generally just using Paramount Plus. So then, well, honestly, I, I could get rid of Paramount Plus because I don't use it. The only reason I'm really kind of keeping Amazon around is because of like shipping. I'm thinking um, in the new year after all the Christmas presents and stuff, I might even just drop that one down because we're just not using it enough um, other than... Um, but my wife watches Netflix every single day. So that's... that's but I've got that on the most basic tip possible. Um, and it's like, you know, my wife uses Netflix all the time. And therefore, it's worth. It. And I, I use Disney Plus all. And actually, she does watch. Um, she watches Disney Plus a lot. She's been homesick this week, so it was, I, I went like, "You ran on with the patient about me." Like, oh, because oh, oh, I don't bother with Amsterdam. Oh, I was going to watch. <laughs> so she was like, "I'm like, I was like, yeah, I could tell I've been up in the office while she's been sat." It's like, yeah, she's binged for a load of shows. And I'm like, "What?" Oh, she goes, "Oh, that's not very good." That's, I was like, she's gone through nearly everything this week. <laughs> but that's that's what they're useful for, right? Because yeah. you know, back in the day. Um, if we were sick, I'm I'm looking from a child's perspective, not an adult in this case. But like we would, you'd have a sick day, you'd stay home from school, and at least in the states, you'd probably end up watching like The Price Is Right and a whole bunch of game shows. Maybe you'd you'd accidentally flip over to like one of the soap opera channels, and you'd be watching like General Hospital. Yeah. But now, if you're stuck at home um, and you're on the couch and you can't really do anything, you can at least load up Netflix or Disney yeah. Plus and and watch something you want to watch rather than uh, daytime television. Yeah, it's kind of been weird because uh, over the new over the, this peak week in the you know there's a lot been a lot of talk about like the BBC and Channel Four and ITV. They're all like reshuffling all of their streaming platforms and moving. I wouldn't necessarily moving away from linear, but they've they they kind of position themselves as streaming and linear. Rather, and you're seeing the same thing happen now in the US with warner brothers with you're really starting to see that shift now going oh they're like 50 50 now now you're starting to see that little shift but i mean it's like the ad tier i mean there's a lot of people complaining on well that was the point of streaming we were never going to be able to keep the old days of where we had one netflix subscription and had everything ad free for five bucks a month for indefinitely because that was just unsustainable in the in the grand it scheme of things Realistically, it was always unsustainable, but I do understand the complaint because one of the big advantages of Netflix, uh, especially when it first launched, was everything is on it. I don't need yeah. to go, okay, I don't need to go to justwatch.com to find out where uh, the movie I want to watch is or the TV show I want to watch is. I, I don't have to worry, oh, it's the Paramount. Do yeah. I want to get the Paramount? Do I want to get the Disney Plus subscription? No, it was just Netflix and it's on Netflix and there it is. And the simplicity of it was the huge advantage. And mm -hmm. it's, it's why we actually saw uh, piracy rates drop uh, during that time period too. Cause like, it's easy to get on it. It's actually easier to watch it on Netflix than it is to pirate the stuff. And now of course the rates are going back up because you know, do I want the Disney subscription? Do I want the blah, blah, blah. Not that I'm advocating for that obviously, but if you wanted to know why that's happening, this is one of the reasons. 
Yeah, and I think I think with the whole cost of living crisis and everything going on, um, you know, they are trying to do stuff. And the ad tier, you know, it's there to make Disney Plus profitable. You know, there's no point sugarcoating it. You know, we you know I, we talk about this from the business side quite often. Um, they need to do it. Every other stream is doing it, so it makes sense. Um, I think it's going to open up the door for more content to come onto Disney Plus now in the US because now it's going to be you know incentivize them to add some more content, um, especially on the general entertainment side. But yeah, it's now just putting the fact now that nearly only Apple TV is the only one. Does Amazon have an ad tier or not? Um. Um, they don't have an ad tier as far as I know, but they do have some content that's not part of Prime that is ad supported. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have uh, a freebie, I don't they? Yeah, it's, it's freebie or something like yeah. that. I will admit yeah. that I watched a couple episodes of the new um, Judge Judy show, Judy Justice. I, it's, it's one of my um, uh, guilty pleasure shows, but it's on the I, – I had, I had Prime when I was watching. I don't currently – but even that had ads in it because it's not mm. part of Prime. Uh, I don't think there is an ad-supported version of Prime. No, no. Oh, it's kind of all in, in, in to bake with the, the programming system. But, yeah, so that's obviously the ad tier. It, it, I personally would have I mean, the, I did find the whole concept of them kind of going, you know, like, well, we're doing this to save money. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's the same price. It's not going to, and there's like this kind of, oh, we're encouraged. Like, you're not going to encourage more people to sign up because it's the same price. So if they weren't going to sign up last week, they weren't going to sign up this week because it's the same price. I ultimately, in the long run, now when people go to choose to sign in, um, you now have that option of um, what one you want. Now, speaking of options, let's now talk about um, this ad supported tier because um, one of the things that has come up with it is. They have done a lot of, they've restructured a lot of their bundles. Um, so now you can get Disney Plus and Hulu for $9.99 a month for a combo of the two, both of which have the ad tier, which is like, I'm thinking, is that that they're only really valuing Hulu at like $1.99 a month? That seems quite low. I mean, that's what they were giving it away for Black Friday. I'm like, that's, that's quite low. So you can now get the bundle of two. And I was like, that's a, a really good bundle. That's a really good bundle for $9.99 to get both of them. Um, obviously, we want them to merge into Disney Plus to become like it is here in the UK and everywhere else. That's what we wanted to do, but they can't do that for at least another eighteen months. So I think we just got to, in some ways, we just have to park that. <laughs> we know it's not happening for a while. Um, so you're getting that one, and I think that's the Disney Plus Duo Basic um, plan or something. And then they've got other plans where they have got the um, the Disney Bundle Trio, which obviously is the one that used to, has ESPN Plus, and that is um, twelve ninety nine a month. So therefore, you can kind of see there you're paying two ninety nine for ESPN. There's also a premium. There's also like a duo premium bundle where you don't. It's like nineteen ninety nine, and you get all three of them, but without ads. You know, the, um, and then you get Hulu Live TV, and then you got ESPN. So there's a lot of bundles. On one hand, it's good for you know you can choose what bundle you want to put together. I still think it's a little bit complicated. It still feels like, you know, have you got a list of different options? It's a little bit too much, but it's it's good that you got the choice. So if you want Disney Plus without ads, but Hulu with ads, and you got all, you can kind of put all these together. Yeah, at this point though, I'm kind of feeling like the bundles aren't even really in unless you very specifically want the Hulu and Disney Plus ad tier versions, mm -hmm. and you know you're going to to stay subscribed to both of them. That's fine, but like for me, I've got the the premium for both, yeah, uh, Disney Plus and Hulu. There's no bundle for that, no. uh, just the two of them, and it wouldn't matter anyway because I'm on the annual plan for Disney Plus, so it wouldn't yeah. even kick in until next year anyway. I, the bundles just don't 
they're there to look pretty. They don't yeah. really have much functional purpose uh, except for a couple of very specific cases. Apparently, no, it does, it does happen with the churn. And I always feel like it's a, the reason why the churn rate is because they feel like they may be getting the value because they're watching, you know, the adults are flicking over the Hulu. And, what, and, and I feel like that might be like where internationally, like with us, of like, um, you know, my wife might be watching like The Patient or Amsterdam. So therefore, it increases the value. It's not just the kids. You know, my mum and dad are watching Criminal Minds. On a, you, know, on a, you know, there's that kind of thing. Of, there's enough of us watching the app, so it makes it worthwhile. So that's definitely pretty good. But yeah, so that is the, that's the ad tier. So it's here now. So we've got um, Disney Plus Basic and Disney Plus Premium. Those are our two new tiers. Um, set to launch internationally in 2023. Um, no dates, nothing on that at the minute. Kind of was a little, they put out a little press release, but unsurprising and they've kind of been pushing the bundle of the two for 9.99 that's kind of been their main push i think just to kind of get it they aren't going to make they didn't, i wasn't really expecting them to make a big song and dance over it because it was essentially a price rise you don't really want to advertise <laughs> that you're putting the price up um you wanted that to save that for later so that was that was the price rise um let's now talk about some other news so we've got a new simpson short coming um on thursday december the 15th um, it's the Simpsons meet the Bocellis in Viva Navidad. Um, so this is a new, basically the Simpsons meet the Bocelli family. Um, they are they are amazing singers. Should be a song in it. Uh, sounds fine. Um, yeah, it's kind of like this kind of thing. It's like this. You can feel like with the Simpsons where they, I feel like there's some contract with Fox where they can't. This is their way of like they can't maybe do an a full episode, but shorts are the only way they can get around this like legal loophole. That's probably that. Uh, but I mean, the show is also still being produced at the moment at, at its regular pace. Yeah. Uh, it's it's possible the animators just don't have the time to do yeah. uh, full full length side episodes. But I, I am enjoying these little side projects. They're normally nothing too special. You forget about them after you watch them or, or you never watch them again. But they are they are nice little bonus content to have, and I'm looking forward to seeing this. Like you said, as long as there's a song in it, I can't you can't have the Pacellis and not have a yeah, song. You gotta do right? something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and they they are amazing singers, so that should be worth it just for that alone. Yeah, so that, that one's looking pretty good. So that one's dropping on first. So that was a nice little surprise announcement. Um, we're also going to be getting, um, we had a new trailer for Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is coming back on January the 4th with a double episode. New episodes dropping every week right through January, February, and March with a couple of special weeks um, with double episodes, including the finale. Um, trailer looks good. More Star Wars. Kind of, I'm still in that zone where I would have liked this not to be around at the same time as The Mandalorian. From a personal point of view, I know most people are like would say the exact opposite, get Bad Batch out of the way. But I quite would have, I would have preferred March not to have had Mando and Bad Batch, just as a my own personal preference, because spread it out a little, spread out a little. We've definitely talked about it. I, I think that especially in 2023 and going forward, it'll be better for them to just kind of spread things out. Maybe not. We we disagree on the degree of it, uh, you know, um, but I, I do think that having Star Wars shows overlapping each other, Marvel shows overlapping each other is not the greatest to kind of cannibalize their own audience yeah. in that case. Yeah. Um, I have not seen the trailer. I've specifically avoided it. We're now close enough to the launch where I'm just like, I, I, I'll find out when it comes out kind of deal i'm good yeah Plus it looks good I, I, we already know what to expect yeah i probably won't be um probably won't be doing um too many more of the trailers yeah i, I kind of feel like had this was like overlapping with secret invasion i wouldn't have a problem with it um mm. but i just it's but it's the it's, but that's the, that's the thing i'm looking forward to bad batch um i liked it i liked the first one i've got the record toy in my um 
got the Bad Batch Lego ship. I was looking that the, there's a big one that's out um, in the sales, but I might have to wait till right. after Christmas. Because <laughs> yeah, I know I've got, there's at least, I know there's one big box of Lego that my wife's got me, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm banned I, for buying anything. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, I mean, I wasn't blown away by season one, but you could definitely see by the end of it, the, the writing was starting to pick up again. And we do have to be fair, both Rebels and Clone Wars season one, were not the best seasons of those shows. I'm being a little bit generous here. Uh, so I'm willing to give Bad Batch, you know, leeway because we've seen that once the shows pick up, especially when Filoni's in charge, uh, season two and onward tend to have massive increases in quality. So I'm, yeah. even though I was kind of negative on season one for the most part, I'm actually really looking forward to season two at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when you compare like this to like Star Wars Resistance, it's literally night and day in terms of quality. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, nice to have this one. We're starting to see like January kicking in. Um, it's gonna be another, gonna be like an Australian like uh, surfing documentary called Chasing Waves coming. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're starting to see January. I expect next week we'll get the. I suspect it'll be next week. It might be the, yeah, probably uh... next week. Well, you know, if they, they the want to get it out of they want to get it out of the way before the holidays really start kicking. Yeah, in. yeah. So I suspect we'll probably know next week what's coming up in January fully, um, but or they might even slip it back another week because I mean they still haven't officially told us um, Strange World is kicking in yet. Um, so I imagine that's coming in, but obviously next week all the focus is going to be on Avatar: The Way of Water, which hits cinemas um, on the sixteenth. They've been doing the full PR tour. Um, took part in a press conference earlier this week as well um, and sort of got um, here from all the actors but I actually last Sunday this, I had to do a last minute change schedule because I was going to do I was, didn't do the live Q&A because I actually went up to London um, for a special screening of the film um, watched it in 3D the, the room was shaking with some of the effects it just I mean I, I've got my ticket for next Friday um, in 2D and I was because I didn't want to see it in 3D. Saw it in Dolby Vision. It looked stunning, absolutely stunning. Um, it's definitely going to be one of those situations with this one. Of um, I can't really go into it too much because the embargo is next week. But just in general, really enjoyed it. It looks stunning. Um, the story is very similar to what we saw before, but yeah, it it is really really good. But yeah, so that'll be coming out next week. So we'll talk about it properly next week once you've seen the film. Um, I know I still haven't convinced you to go see it in 3D. <laughs> I, you will not convince me to see it in 3D. I know you've been singing its praises, and we're normally kind of on the same page with 3D being like a gimmick. So the fact that yeah. you're praising it actually is does have weight behind it, but I'm not seeing this in 3D. I don't know, because um, it was the same um, glasses that we had at the D23, because they were like Dolby ones. And, um, and again, I, someone did point this out to me that... Um, I probably went to one of the best 3D cinemas in the country, so therefore it does make it, and they've got, they project it differently on, so you can, I mean, it just looks so crisp, and these glasses actually sat, like, and they actually, I don't know if they're, they're just better designed than the, when the first film came out, well, they actually felt like they, they were big enough that they actually kind of, I didn't feel like I was wearing two pairs of glasses, it kind of clipped on, it It was just a lot more, a lot more comfortable, so, mm. um, and I, I, there was still that problem with the speed up that we saw at the D23 Expo, that, that one scene um, where they're like shooting and it feels like it just feels like you're playing Call of Duty at full speed and it's going too fast. Um, but that, that's my only little issue of it. But yeah, loved it. Can't wait for everyone to see it. It's, it's such a it's 
yeah, this is such a cool movie. <laughs> it's just like, and I, I know that people were like, well, what's the story like? It's kind of like the first one, but you know where the story's going. But yeah, it, it, is, it is a great one. Right. Um, okay, so before we go into any further, I just want to do a quick shout out to our Patreon and YouTube channel members. Thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you to Jonathan, Jay, Tim, Chuck, David, Mamad, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCR still works, Bina, uh, we've also got Joshua, Dawn, Martin. Huge thank you to Sarah for your continued support each and every month. Um, thank you to Paul. We've also got uh, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Cody, Jacob, Darren, the, um, got the Juice, Lauren, and Andrew. Thank you so much for your support. Right. So let's talk now about some other things that have come out this past week. Um, let's try and go, uh, so first off, we had the Santa Clauses. Um, so episode five. Um, was all about the CEO coming back or trying to get back. So he, you know, he wants so, and basically Christmas is kind of, you know. yeah. What did you think of this one? I actually quite like this episode, especially since I really did not like episode four at all, but that, that was more of a, you know, we talked about it last week there. It was intentionally very cringy with them entering the real world society. This was much better. This was, uh, kind of looking at the lore, the Yule-verse, if you will. Uh, yeah. I know they they kind of push back on that name in, in the show, but that's what it's called. Uh, getting to see all the old Santa Clauses, the magic, why um, Tim Allen's character specifically is important, uh, things kind like of that. rewriting history a little bit there. Uh, there's some retcons going on there, retroactive <laughs> continuity, yes. Um, but I, I was okay with it because it, it did kind of tie up some loose ends and give us a reason to care about this family in particular. Uh, so yeah, this was much, much better. Uh, and I guess what we'll be moving into is the finale is next week. Is yes. Not? The finale is yeah. um, coming up. Um, yeah. Um, overall much better episode, really enjoying this sh series. It's very lighthearted, very, um, it's not, it's very easy to watch. I mean, the only thing is, um, and I think this really echoed it more was this would have been better as a film. Um, they should have, they could have trimmed out a lot of stuff made it into a proper movie. I don't know whether necessarily I think a straight to Disney Plus for Christmas would have been fine rather than a theatrical release. But making it into a series has stretched out the story with some stuff that didn't that isn't needed. So when they came out with the story, I figured we would find out more about um the new Santa, right? Like I figured we would have a chance to to see that character kind of yeah. grow and uh you know, form an attachment to it, but we really haven't. You know, no. he shows up, he is obviously, you know, overprotective of his daughter, and he, you know, he's got like a safe room and, and things like that yeah. in his regular house that's completely not special in any other way. And he shows up in in uh the North Pole and turns it into Amazon and so on. But beyond that, we've got almost nothing. And there were bits of it this episode, you know, where, you know, he's talking with his daughter about his mom and we're, we're learning that his mom was super into Christmas and et cetera, et cetera. But the, there's nothing here that couldn't have been in a movie. Uh, and that's normally the advantage of having a six episode show is you really get to flesh out the characters more and they're just not. I think the problem is, is they've, they've, they kind of, they, they haven't been able to lean in fully on making him the villain. And so therefore right. they've like, it's a bit like, um, yeah, he's ruining Christmas, but we don't actually want to make him because he's trying to 
to help everybody because he's not, you know, he he's misguided, not evil. He's, yeah, because it's it's that thing of like he's he wants to give everybody everything that they ever wanted, and wants to make it efficient and yeah, he wants he wants to be bigger than Santa, but ultimately they've not really pushed a button on him being a villain. Right. Well, and, he's and I think that problem comes from the fact of that you. They yeah they kind of they got him in there they got him into place and then they quickly switched the bu button but they're not really fully villainized him and it's it's a bit tricky to kind of get behind Santa. Well, the, they're making him a villain by way of negligence because obviously all the yeah. elves are disappearing because they don't enjoy their new yeah. job. Um, you know, kind of an kind of almost an anti-work message by accident in there. Well, it's but more that they they lose the spirit of Christmas. They, they lose the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, but it's all metaphor yeah. and symbolism and stuff but uh which is obviously and he doesn't notice or he doesn't care and that's the villain as part of it but he's not you know twirling his mustache and going you know, uh yeah. he 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 i'm destroying christmas no he just doesn't get it at all no. and that's the point no no so it's obviously got the finale coming out next week so looking forward to seeing that one there and seeing how they wrap all this up i think we all can pretty much see where they're going with this one uh, um, how it's all going I mean, very we knew where it was going from episode yes. one. The, the, this is very much a journey, not the ending. We know where this is going from. It's the spirit of Christmas. I, I am very much in that feeling like this is a limited series. Just leave this one alone now. Let's leave this franchise um, as it is. We don't need sequel two or anything like that because it's not really got anywhere to go. Okay, so that one's pretty cool. Um, we got Willow. Um, yes. And now I'm going to be completely honest. I can't remember what episode three was. I, 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 watched, I, figured this I, I watched was it about happen. a month ago and I can't actually remember what it was. So I don't even know where I'm up to, actually. Um, right. So this episode... <laughs> so this, this episode was where um, they kind of split into two and you've got uh, the old man with the cleaver, Borgen or whatever his name is, um, and the princess off to find the, the map to the armor that they're looking yeah. for. And then the others are mostly spending the episode trying to get uh, the wagon through the mud. And then uh, the real princess gets kidnapped by the three soldiers who've been turned. And then there's a big fight sequence at the end with that. And, right. uh, um, and then there's a couple of other emotional bits in the in the middle, but that is the episode that that is functionally what's yes, going on I here. Yes, I think if I'm yeah, this definitely is like the the almost track. They're just moving into the next next part of yes. the story. There's not really right. Yeah, where it goes through is good, but um, I don't want to go into spoilers for anyone. But it yeah, this if for what you remind, it's like yeah, that was literally just the moving point to where they needed where they needed the next few episodes to go. But um, yeah. It's, I, I, I really enjoyed the series. I can't wait to watch more of it when I can kind of when I've caught up. Right. This is definitely an A to B episode where we need to move our pieces from where they're at to where they're going to be. But they managed to do it with some emotional bits in it too. We we lose one of the members of the cast, and another member um, is uh, in very serious trouble moving forward. Uh, trying to not go spoilery here, but I the one thing I found with this with talking to people. Um, is that a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's a Disney series. It's you know, it's for kids. It's uh, you know, it doesn't have any bite, especially if you're coming off of like uh, House of the Dragon or yeah. Ring of Power, Rings of Power. Uh, you're kind of like, oh, this is this is the the tame yeah. fantasy series. And I want to emphasize, it is not. And it's not bloody gory like you know Game of Thrones is, or even uh, uh, Lord of the Rings could have been at times. But this is not 
um, you know, just flowers and sunshine. Characters are dying. Characters are getting mauled and beat up. Terrible things are happening. Uh, just because it's not, you know, buckets of blood doesn't mean this isn't mature. And if you are looking for something fantasy after uh, those other ones I mentioned are, are done at the moment, you should absolutely be checking this out. It is really, really good. And the one area that's weak is the fight choreography. It's decent, but it, it's definitely on a lower level than those other shows are. Otherwise, you know, I would definitely put this up with the other shows that have come out this year on the fantasy. Yeah, and, and do you know this, what's quite good with this one? Um, my wife actually said to me the other night, yeah, I think it was last night, she went, have we got any Willow to watch? I'm like, um, no, we got to wait till everyone catches up. And she went, oh, oh. So I was like, she wants to watch it, which is, you mm -hmm. know, we I don't tend to get that with you know, any of the Star Wars or the Marvel ones. So that, that's been pretty good of how that shows to me like, oh, she's, you know, she actually wants to watch the rest of it as opposed to me making her watch stuff, I, which I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> I also wanted to uh, point out, because this was the episode there, you know, they're down in the well and um, uh, Borgen, what's his name? The guy with the I don't remember any of the names. Oh, anyway, the, um, big, the big, yeah, the big guy. Yeah, the big guy. He's actually my favorite character in the show and rapidly oh, yeah. becoming even funnier. But he, he's like, you know, there's were rats down here and they have that great little dialogue. And then they actually show the rats. And I, I really appreciated that there's, they went back to the style of the movie, which was obviously made in the 80s. Uh, and rather than having little CGI rats running yeah. around, they actually used kind of, uh, I'm going to say Muppet, but we're not talking yeah. like the Muppets or yeah. Sesame Street. You know, we're talking Practic Jim Henson style creations. Practical effects. Practical yeah. effects. <laughs> and then, you know, when they're running away from there, rather than, you know, a horde of were rats, you know, yeah. they've got like the eyes glinting in the darkness and stuff. It's actually really effective and it keeps it tied in with the original movie. I, yeah, I appreciated yeah. that touch. It's very much, I feel like, um, I, and this is like, we're only in like episode, we're only in week two of the series. And it felt a little bit like Disney kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the show. Uh, it's going to be dropping for the next eight weeks, but we're, we're moving on now. <laughs> We've done this one. We're on Avatar now. We'll see you, we'll see you at the end. And it feels a little bit like this series. I was like, should they just have done a binge drop and just drop the lot at once? Like well, doing Netflix stuff. Because it feels like the, the hype on this is just... And it's such such a good series, um, and it just this is that sort of problem for Disney right now, where they've got so much stuff dropping all over the place that the PR machine, and obviously it costs money to run the PR machines and stuff. Like, would they have just done better if just dropped the lot and done a Netflix? And then while I know we like the weekly drop, you, this is where you start going. Look, we're only in week three or week two of this, and it already feels like it's losing steam, you know. And yeah. Yeah, there is that to be said for binge drop. Obviously, I'll always advocate for weekly. I yeah. find it uh, much more engaging. But if the show is not creating engagement, then you know there's no benefit to the weekly. So I'll just say, you know, if you haven't been watching the show, if you like the fancy stuff, check it out. It is worth your time. This is a good show. Oh, it's a it's a pre it's a premium show, but it's it's such a weird one because it's like kind of Disney Plus has kind of got into this situation, especially I feel like with the US and just in how they. Everything has been so focused all the time on Marvel and Star Wars that when something like you know, they've been doing the premieres and they've been in all these events, but they really, but Willow was such a weird franchise because it hasn't had that connection with people. Um, and there's generations of people that don't even know Willow, they haven't got that connection to it. Right. And I don't think it's just Willow. You look at anything that's not Marvel, Star Wars on uh, or Mickey 
on Disney Plus, and they're just not getting promotion. That that includes Mysterious Benedict Society, that includes Big Shot, my, even Mighty Ducks, which I would consider yeah. like a pretty big franchise, really did not get much of a push. They, they're just kind of throwing them out there and not putting any weight behind it. Uh, and I get it. You, you get a bigger return on investment when you uh, put the advertising dollars towards Star Wars or, or Marvel or Avatar. Um, but that doesn't mean don't put any advertising dollars into Strange Worlds or, or Willow or yeah, Mysterious I mean, Benedict Society. And it's like, you know, we've not seen any like character posters or little clips and stuff. Of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like in some ways with Disney Plus, they could really benefit from stretching out these releases a little bit more during the week instead of like, you know, like the Mysterious Benedict Society not being on the same day as like Willow and just kind of spreading them out a little bit more, um, especially here in the UK. I mean, Wednesdays, I think we're we're at like a dozen shows a week on a Wednesday. It just, the, the front page just gets lost because um, some shows don't even show up on there because they're just, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we've got that and we're throwing it on there. And and it's, it's getting, it's, and it's like, it's so, it's like, spread them out a little bit guys, you know. <laughs> it. And even on the American side, I logged into Disney Plus this week, and there were shows on the um, on the What's New, and I was like, I didn't even know this was coming. I'm on this podcast. We do literally <laughs> like every month of What's Coming, and it's like, wait, what's this this Indian show or movie? Baha, Baha. Oh yeah, ba yeah, Brahmaster. Uh, that one, yes. Uh, and it, it just showed up on the bar. I'm like. Wait, what the heck is it? It actually looks fascinating. I'm I'm planning on watching. Yeah, it, but I've been on my watch list for what I might watch it over the over the Christmas period. So this one, this one was an odd one because it got added to Hulu last month and it got released on Disney Plus everywhere. Um, big biggest Hindi movie of all time, massive kind of like it's a start of like a superhero kind of. It's yeah. a big epic movie. It's going to be multiple parts, loads of money. Um, so on the next on Disney Plus list, when they've released a video in the very, very bottom bit of the of the text, when I go through it, because I go through it and check everything, and I'm like, Brandmaster, uh, that's not been the previous announced. They put out a press release on the day it came out to say it was on there, but then instead of putting it out on Disney Plus a month ago when they put it out on Hulu, and again, we're starting to see more stuff being shared. And it, um, I had someone leave a message they're putting Star on here. It's like, no, this is one movie. <laughs> This is one movie that 20th Century Studios has released, and they've also got the um, the English dub version on there as well, so more people can enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just it was a big major movie, but obviously, this is kind of in some way niche because it's an international original. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, again, this is just that kind of I mean, it's all retrograde, I've not had a chance to watch that one yet. I'm a big, like, um, mature world war or not world war, um, Afghanistan war um documentary they put on you know they are starting to slide more stuff on there yeah from national geographics no less i mean that, that's yeah. not a small um that's not a small release it's just small yeah. when you compare it to say like mandalorian or or andor or something like that but yet there was something weird with the the indian one where i was reading the description it's like oh and we included the original hindi version in the extras yeah. section uh, and i didn't dig into it any deeper than that but it's kind of like why is that not just you get you choose which if you want to listen to it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. There, I don't there must be a reason for it. I don't know what it is, but still. Yeah, I'm weird. not sure why how that is. It's like the the Muppets Christmas Carol yeah. being an extra version. There, it's like you're putting out sing along versions separately. Why not do the extended versions as their own? So if you're gonna do it for one, do it for all life. But yeah, so they are adding in. Um, they are starting to put some. 
it's been a bit of a tricky one this week because there was supposed to be um, Adina Mazel's new special. Um, so that was released yesterday um, on Disney Plus, but it only got released in the US. It wasn't released internationally. It was had been advertised. Um, yeah, it just didn't turn up. So I didn't get, I obviously haven't watched that one because I, um, yeah, it was just really weird of like, wow, an original hasn't come out globally. That was a bit of an odd one. Yeah, and I didn't get to see it. I I had a I had a pretty difficult week, so most of my stuff ended up getting crammed into Thursday and Friday. And uh, between Mysterious Benedict and Willow and uh, the Night at the Museum, which we'll probably get to in a minute, and stuff like that, I was just like, one of these has to give. It was in Adina's. I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend. I hope it's really good. Uh, yeah, so that, that. so that's why I haven't watched it because yeah, it hasn't um it didn't drop. Um, I also watched um been watching like Station Nineteen and Grey's Anatomy this week. Um, um we've also been we started watching The Patient as well. So that's that's been pretty good. Um, that was but it, it's again it, it's just one of those situations. And now with multiple shows, it's just it's getting harder and harder to keep up with. <laughs> um, I did want to watch Amsterdam because that dropped in the UK, but again, um, I just haven't had the chance. Um. And also, like the resident has returned here in the UK, um, and like there's been like mine and C's, a whole host of different shows dropping in um, to watch. Um, but let's talk about Night at the Museum. And oh, that's an hour and ten minutes of my life. I am never getting <laughs> back. Oh my word! Um, yes, this was bad. And then some uh, people have been like, oh, "It wasn't bad." It's like this it's for me. Um, I've seen the movies. I loved the first movie. The sort of sequels, yeah. Uh, this was like, didn't need it. I was waiting for it to end. I kept checking the <laughs> clock. Um, it felt like watching a, a Saturday morning cartoon from the 90s um, with some of the humor and some of the ways it was a bit like a Scooby-Doo episode. Um, kids might like it, but I think you're only young kids. I don't think teenagers are going to be able to sit through this very easily. Um, I, I thought it was awful. I, I honestly thought it was, a, a, yeah, awful. I... I don't think I can review this objectively because, um, like I said, I had a really kind of crap week. I had, yeah. It was a week of extremes, actually. I had yeah. like some really, really great news that came in, like top tier great news. And then I I just got smacked with a whole bunch of really bad stuff happening. Um, not going to go into the deals. They're yeah. not important here. Um, but this hit at just the right time when I'd just been hit by like a, a bunch of bad news all at once. And I will agree it is completely stupid and I don't think most people enjoy it, but it is exactly what I needed at that moment. So it worked for me, but I also acknowledge that that was because it was very specific circumstances and I needed just this yeah. stupid uh, humor that just hit at the right moment. So uh, that's a very backhanded recommendation for it. Uh, I get exactly what you're saying, though. I think nah. if if that had not been my situation, I would have probably just been like, "Can can we just end?" But for me, at that specific moment, it was the movie I needed, so it, it will yeah. hold at least a little bit of uh, I, th I think goodness like, you know, for me. I, th I feel like you know, young like eight, nine, ten, twelve. I think you might be mm -hmm. fine with it, but I th I think for me there was this whole element of a the an I mean, I can get the animation style was a bit jarring but i kind of got used to it i think it was just like you know some, the villain was just like so generic then they suddenly introduced a small little sidekick of like it was such a like a disney kind of movie like sidekick thing with it and i don't know i just i just i'm not, i mean the fact that this kid was supposed to be 18 years old and was behaving was behaving more like bart simpson um 
I mean, even like the introduction where he's riding in on his scooter, I was half expecting him to, you know, Homer to kind of turn out. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I just really didn't like it. I, I just, I, I just couldn't wait for it to end. And it, this is, was like for me, it was like, this was a waste of time and just a waste of, yeah. And there was a reason why they didn't put the trailer out until the week before. <laughs> That's what I like said. I will say the one thing that I did like about it um, from an objective point of view in this case was that the kid at the beginning of the movie, you know, he he fails to ask out the girl, but it's very, very clear that um, it's a self-confidence issue. The girl is interested. Yeah. She, I mean, she yeah. might as well be throwing herself at him. Like, you were going to ask me out on a... Yeah. yeah. On a, yeah. And he's just like... Yeah. It's very clearly self-confidence. And then, of course, with the audition for the music part, again, he's doing really well and he's getting compliments and then something screws him up and he he just falls apart. And that that storyline as it progresses throughout where he he gains the self-confidence works really well. It's, it's not subtle. It's not... <laughs> it, it, not at all subtle, but I actually did appreciate how. I, you know, I think the, the whole thing of it being a DJ and just like I do all this stuff, and then like yeah. just so happens in the final boss. What do you have to do on this Egyptian pyramid? Oh, we saw <laughs> that coming from like the, the first. Oh, it was like really. Come okay, on, we saw that from like the first ten minutes of the movie. It's like him being a DJ is going to be important to finish. It just that, it, there's that. Yes, that was just dire. That was that just was, like. Well, that, again, didn't need eight, to eight do to that bit. Old, yeah. Didn't need to do that bit. You could have done, yeah. So you push the three buttons, and that'll push push them. You know, there's a puzzle where you push the three buttons at the same, and that would have done the, or not even just done that, just disconnect it, and that would have been. They could have skipped that whole, yeah, no, it, and it didn't need. It wasn't needed. Yeah, it's yeah. It was just a very very okay. strange, yeah. Just a very strange one of how that worked. Sorry, there was a blip in the uh, the video yeah. connection there. Um, the one thing I do want to offer as a complaint as well, obviously you've got plenty of them already thrown out there, but um, they didn't get any of the originals actors back. Obviously, um, Robin Williams can't be back, uh, yeah. you know, because he's not here. But they didn't get any of the others as well. And part of the appeal of the original Night of the Museum was the uh, really good cast of actors that they had. And to have them not even try to match up their voices in many cases was, you know, kind of, even if you were coming from this, like, I'm just going to watch it because I like the other ones. Uh, there's no, like, connection between the characters, even though they're the same. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I kind of, I think that the, 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 the business head in me just was like, it, it's cheaper. And well, obviously, that was, I, that was I, there was just that kind of thing. Of, I didn't really bug me that that was i mean it would have been nice to have owen wilson and um you know i was gonna say Alan ben stiller Partridge, but, uh, yeah you know like having you know some of these ones back in doing stuff that would have been nice but it, it wasn't essential in this basically a straight, straight to video sequel kind of thing i kind of was also in that kind of weird thing like going like you really did they really did kind of just lean in on the fact of yeah we ex we know we expect you to have already seen the movies we're, and we're not going to explain anything because I was like, I can't remember. The, it's like I remember the first one, but I don't even know if I've seen the second or the so, third one. I've never, <laughs> I haven't seen any of them actually. This is the first Night at the Museum oh, right. movie I've seen, um, which is funny because I grew up near the Smithsonian. Yeah. I should have at least seen the Smithsonian one. Um, but yeah, it, I there was definitely a feeling of like I'm supposed to know what's going on, and I yeah. don't. So yeah. it, it it definitely I don't know if like, it's like on one hand it like it needed a little bit longer to maybe stretch out some of the things. Um, it's just a simple thing. There was a load of stuff in here they just couldn't do in a live action film. 
that was the absolutely. I just yeah, it was just I think as well. I was just like going back to Egypt and going through the paintings and stuff. It was a bit like, yeah, I just overall I just was very disappointed with this one. I actually preferred. I thought um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid was a much more enjoyable film. Hmm. You know, and that's you know most people probably you know you wouldn't I wouldn't have expected to have said that, but um, this one just really it feels a little bit I don't know it feels a little bit flat for this year. Um, you know, like you know we had like I mean obviously Hocus Pocus and we're kind of disconnect with this. So like it disenchanted Roderick Rules and Night at the Museum It's like their big Christmas combos, and it's like mm, there's not really like. I mean, yeah, it's like compared to like with the days where we had like Noel and Godmother, and they weren't amazing movies and by any stretch, but they at least felt like I mean, Disenchanted, yeah, was a big was a big movie, but these other two just I don't know. And this night in the museum, the fact that zero publicity was I mean, I don't think they did any any press for it at all. I don't I don't know that there was like literally a poster and a trailer, and that was it. Yeah, and again, just like the other stuff we talked about earlier. I think for a lot of people, it just appeared. I don't think yeah. people knew this was coming. There was no coming soon banner for it. That is just, oh, uh, the, what, what's this night at the museum? Rise of name I can't uh, yeah. pronounce. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, the of, uh, there's a bit. I did have a news video like in every week, and I'm like nine takes later it just become that in the museum <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much it was just like yeah i'm gonna just give up on that one now because it, it's I, animated uh, night what, at the museum yeah yeah that's all it was so that, I, that on there so I'm, I'm gonna put that one in my yeah that was not I, a, that was not a fun movie i would have i am wondering if this was maybe like a backdoor pilot for a, a tv series because with the voice actors that they got the style that they're creating it in i could see them trying to turn this into you know, a Disney Channel style animated show. Whether or not this will get enough views to to justify that, I'm going to lean probably not. But it wouldn't surprise me terribly if we found some news from this down in uh, sometime in 2023. Yeah, it's it's going to be weird whether or not the views are high enough. But it's just it's just a, the, Disney have got to relook at how they're treating these 20th Century Studios franchises. I mean, look at Ice Age. Um, was it? cheaper by the dozen night at the museum you know all these kind of things that they're just they're doing the bare bare minimum you know these are these were big box office franchises and they're being just reduced to just straight to blockbuster um movies and they just it's like come give it these 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 just give them another five ten years and then do them properly if you rather than just i would essentially say like besmirching the franchise you know kind yeah. of yeah, just like just cheapening it down a bit and just like unnecessarily just doing cheap tie-ins. Right. And at this point, I'm still willing to give them, you know, the benefit of them having to work through COVID restrictions and so on that. But we are reaching the end of where a lot of those, uh, especially for the lower tier movies, they, yeah. they're getting produced under almost the same circumstances that we were at pre-COVID. Depending on what country they're filming in, there's still, you know, some in place yeah. so they, they don't have full free reign. But the, you know, the days of WandaVision where everyone is carefully spaced apart in the final scene and stuff like that, we we're, we are past that now. And so the excuse of we're under heavy restrictions, even in 2023, I think will will stop being um, something that we're willing to give them. Yeah, I suppose like Disenchanted, where everything was just filmed outside. So that was their mm -hmm. way of getting around, which 
and makes it look easier. But I feel like, yeah, that was definitely, um, it's kind of interesting because I was, I've been going through and doing all the end of year um, for the, the awards that we do every year and where you guys vote. So the survey will be going out to everyone next week. So you can all vote and you'll see the links on all the social medias and stuff. I didn't do a, I didn't do worst of because it's the best of the year. So we we would we, we'll talk about that. Um, the amount of films and series when you can buy. I mean, not just the Disney Plus, but when you get the Disney Plus, and then you take all the the Hulu and Star originals. There was so much. I mean, in actual fact, I was going for it, and I think because we would we would know in the coming weeks we're going to do the best of the year and stuff. I think I'm actually going to even break it down into like movies and shows. I might even because there's that much stuff with all the there is just there is just a mountain of content out this year, and you can look at it and you know with the problem of Disney saying we're spending too much money on content. Like when you're doing at the end of the year, telling going, yeah, I can see why, <laughs> I can see why you because you're just throwing stuff out there with like these movies, like like in the museum and stuff. With and you're just making them and throwing them out there as fast as you're doing Netflix kind of style, just dump and run kind of thing. Um, which is a shame because some of this content is great, it's just not like Willow. And but it feels like everything this winter just feels like it's just going, going, it's just really weird. Yeah, and it's not just this winter. I mean, you, you're talking about how, like, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a movie every week or you know, some sort of event every week. You go back to the beginning of the year, you go back to the to the summer season, and we were getting some amazing content back then. There, There is just so much good stuff that came out this year. It's going to be really hard to narrow down. Whereas like last year, we're like, yeah, the top five <laughs> out of the five that were that we watched, you know. The, I mean, I've even I different. even made a I even made a category just for Marvel and Star Wars because they had like seven, eight things each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's it is it's it's been a heck of a year with that stuff, but Weeks like this of just like this, it feels like almost like shouldn't this feel like a major week? Like you know, in the weeks before Christmas, you want to get those big move. I mean, Strange World might be that big kind of you know thing that they're ready to launch for the Christmas period, kind of the big big movie that I'm looking forward to watching. But again, I I feel like with Disney like firing and then these like you know we've got Avatar and Black Panther and all these other movies, they've they've just got so much and. Yeah, I think this is where the scheduling, like, you know, they're for different audiences and stuff, but like films, I don't know, just like Night at the Museum just feels like one of those films where they just really needed to have either, I you know, it feels like they just dumped it because they didn't want to spend any money on it because they knew it wasn't going to pull it in. But yeah, it's very, it's very odd this year. It's kind of one of those things of like, you know, all we suddenly sped up, <laughs> oh God, which is, which is great, but at the same time, um, the problem is when you are getting a lot of great stuff, the mediocre stuff doesn't hit the same as it did when two, three years ago when we didn't have a lot of stuff and mediocre was all we were getting. It's like, oh, this is all right. Now we're like, I haven't got time for that. It's, yeah, that's what I was talking about where it's like, yeah, we're going to the top five and you know, any other year this wouldn't even be on the list, but it's number three this year because we got no yeah. other choices. Uh, yeah. That's not going to be the case this year. Uh, no, I, I can pretty confidently say that. Yes. Um, um, so also we got uh, the mysterious Benedict Society. We got the finale. Now I'm going to be honest. I'm I sat down to watch it on what was it Thursday morning, and then I realized I actually was a week behind. Um, mm. So I I watched episode seven, and I thought it was the finale, and then I'm like, no, I've too. So I've not been able. To, like I said, I didn't get around to watching the finale, but I've watched the, the uh, seven episodes. I'm pretty much like at that point now. Um, anything you want to add on there was spoiler free before we on on the series as um, a whole. I enjoyed it. The ending, it's what you expect it to be. Uh, there is a 
a lead in to what will potentially be a season three. We don't know if there will be or there won't be at this point, but uh, a very obvious hook for it. It's not a not post credits. It's actually there in the story itself, uh, which gives me a little confidence there might be a season three. Um, yeah. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, with Iger coming in, things might change as well. Um, that said, series as a whole, there there's some slow points in the middle. They're on the boat for way too long. Um, yeah, and the and the zeppelin for the uh, for the adults yeah. who are coming across that way. Uh, Once uh, we on a side note, we have got an interview coming up over the weekend with the people that worked on the on the visual effects of the boat oh, and the right. and the um all of that. So that'll be coming out. Well, well um, somebody was talking about that. I'm glad their special effects got plenty <laughs> of uh, screen time because they did. They spent a lot of time on the boat and the zeppelin. Uh, once they got past that story-wise, it really did pick up quite a bit. Um, and there were some interesting developments, some things that didn't predict. A uh, lot of interesting characters in there. Overall, uh, I still enjoyed it quite a bit. I think season one was better. Season yeah. two is still very good. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit late to be saying this now, but y'all still, if you haven't watched this series and you're looking for some good, solid content, this is a good one. Yes, it's it's such a weird little series. I like it. It's it's a bit quirky. I like the the quirkiness of it. Um, but it is I I can kind of it's that kind of weird thing of with them shifting it over to like the Disney Channel for you know, um, um accountancy purposes. Um, it kind of fits on the Disney Channel, but at the same time, we're like this would have been quite fun to see on a Saturday evening on ABC. It kind of feels like a you could have they could have got away with this pushing it to a because uh, it's like it has got kids in it and it is a bit childish in some ways but it's like the adult bits of it are quite you know there's some additional i don't know it's like it's a really weird little series and i love it i think it's such a cool little show um and so quirky and all the and it's like it's a bit slow if i feel like it maybe could have done with maybe two less episodes and like squished it a little bit um a little bit longer to get to places but just just as a, i just love the quirkiness of all the characters i just there's something about like you know the straight on the the visual style the 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 look of the whole show, yeah. I, I it's a fun little series, but again, I, I haven't. It, as I tell, I've been a little bit on and off of it of like watching it. I like watch two episodes and I wait two weeks and um. It's but yeah, it, it's it's an it's an odd one, but it's a it's a really funky little show. I, I definitely I think it's one of the highlights of of what Disney Plus offers that is not Marvel or Star Wars. But again, it's just trying to get this stuff out there for people to i don't know sometimes it's just a little banner on a, on a thing is enough because yeah it definitely suffered from coming out at the same time as andor and to a lesser extent willow as well because it gets kind of lost in the shuffle and you know we kept pushing it back week after week we've got other things to talk about it's um we're enjoying it but it's not the show that we're that you know uh mm. draws people in and but for all the reasons you said, the aesthetics, the the way it's shot, the framing, the actors, they, they got some great actors involved with this. Uh, it's a really good, unique show. It's not necessarily what you think of with Disney, uh, but at the same time, it's got that Disney feel to it. Yeah. Uh, I particularly love Milligan, uh, the you know the bearded guy. Uh, he's, he's such a fun character and his yeah. uh, going back and forth with his daughter and trying to figure out how to be a parent and her figuring out how yeah. to try to be a daughter uh it it's just great great writing all around yeah no it's, it's a really good show it's it's definitely kind of again if i i really wish that they like shifted mighty ducks away from it to kind of give this one a little bit more space because like dropping them both at the same time um and yeah at least i there... didn't even finish my mighty ducks it's just, again it's just, it's very strange of like 
of how they're dealing with all this stuff right now. It really does feel like, say, September on to now and on through the rest of the year, their scheduling was just weird. Like, they just threw stuff on the schedule, like dartboard style, when a yeah. lot of these shows really should have just been spaced out. Mighty Ducks, Big Shot, not as a binge drop, but weekly. Mysterious Benedict's not all at the same time, but, you know, one after the other, that kind of thing. And instead, they're just like, no, here you go, everything. And stuff gets yeah. lost in the shuffle. I definitely feel like they needed it. So next week we're going to be talking about um, National Treasure: Edge of History. So um, looking I forward guess, to that. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'll be talking about them because um, I've been watching them. Um, the embargo is Mon I think it's Monday. So I think my, or Monday or Tuesday my review will be coming out. This the first couple of this coming Monday is in the twelfth. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it comes out on the 14th. We're getting a double episode to kick off. So that'll be pretty good. We also got the finale of um, Santa Clauses, which um, we can talk about there. It will um, definitely be a show. Yes. Yes. And so that, that'll be good. And we'll be talking about Avatar. So that'll be uh, another thing we're going to be watching. Um, I'm trying to think what else we got next week. Oh, there's a new documentary coming out on Friday. Um, if These Walls Could Sing or something, which is a like a. Uh, Abbey Road documentary yeah. made by Mary McCartney about um, a student at the very popular studio. It's a little bit something a little bit different. And then we've got the Simpsons short. So there's quite a few new things dropping. And I think what else we've got? I think we've got um, Hardy Boys is dropping here in the UK this week. Um, I'm assuming but, that's uh, on Hulu over on yeah, over yeah, here. Yes, so season one and two. So we're getting seasons one and two. So it's quite a bit behind America. Um, I'm looking forward to Big Sky returning in two weeks. That's that's the that's the next big one. Right. On that note, guys, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you guys next week with another episode of the What's on Disney Plus podcast. And we shall see you guys soon. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.